All right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Meaty Medicine, where two guys just sit down and have a chat about the meatiest of medical concepts. Uh, My name's Kevin, and fortunately for you, I'm not alone. I'm here with my with the with a good man. I'm with Dwayne Quadros. How are you going, Dwayne? Kia ora tato, brother. Kia ora tato from the lovely land of uh, New Zealand. I love it how you start because, like, it's so – like, the way you start each episode is just, like, so, like, sick. I want to say sultry or sexy. It's like – I'm like, damn, son. He's bought some game. It's a Monday Arvo here in New Zealand, mate. It's about 10 degrees, but you're heating me up. I'm good, brother. How are you? Oh, I mean, it's been it's been an interesting week, Dwayne. Um, I actually was, yeah. There was a bit of drama this week. Uh, Yeah. um, So I was kind of dry. I had a late night one night, and Mm. I got up early the next morning, and I was Mm. driving into the city uh, for a haircut Mm. um, Mm. because. My haircut place is quite a kind of competitive joint, you know. It's one of those places where you have to book, <laughs> you know, and it's very nice. And they give you a beer and all this kind of oh, thing. Wow. And you have a good, yeah. Um, yeah. So I only got in for a really early appointment, and yeah. um, I fell asleep behind the wheel, Dwight. And what? Um, I <laughs> what? No. what? No. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, it was rather tragic. I'll send you photos later. Um, I managed to snap the axle of my car, so uh, it the- really does look quite horrific. Uh, what? Are you are you okay? Like what? That's- yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, the fa- my faith in humanity was actually restored by this incident because I got a small crowd going, and they were all just so lovely. And I was completely fine, mate. I just woke up in the middle of the intersection, no idea what was going on with like thirty people around me. It was pretty crazy. But like, did you um, did you crash into something? Like, what what happened? Yeah, so it's it was, I don't actually know what happened because I oh well, you were I was asleep. asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, you a sound sleeper i love it <laughs> but the lovely iraqi man i rear-ended um, in- <laughs> he, he kind of um jollily informed me that i'd um kind of glanced off the behind of his car and kind of propelled forward into the intersection so his car wasn't actually too bad it was really oh. mine that just mm, well, needs some work that is um well, um, jeez, <laughs> well, wow, well, okay, well, this is, I'm glad, um, I'm glad you're alive, I think that's a Thank good you. place to start, um, talking about, talking about, I don't know what to say about this, so talking about hairdressers, when I moved mm. to Melbourne, um, because I'm a very simple man, uh, guys, you guys, for those who don't know me, uh, Caven is the much more, you know, uh, distinguished, uh, of the two of us, um, when I, moved to, when I moved to Melbourne, I was looking for a, I was looking for a barber shop to cut my hair, and I'm a very simple man, so I like the number one and a half fade, number one on the side, and a box cut. <laughs> very simple. And there was this, there was this, um, I guess a very bougie, I think the kids say these days, bougie uh, hair salon place down my down from my house in North Melbourne, and mate, I had to book in for a haircut, but it wasn't even a haircut; it was a hair consult. 
It was oh. a, it was yeah. It was <laughs> so the lady, so the lady who runs the place, she so goes sit there. She had booked me, and then she before I, I thought you know, there's this free chair. Let me go and sit down and you know get my hair cut because I've never had a booking. Anyway, okay. I went in there, and this lady, her name was Tabitha, so I knew I was screwed straight away. Wow. But yeah. Um. But in any case, and she was quite a well dressed lady for. This is the $10 haircut, which it wasn't a $10, $45. Anyway, she asked me, mate, what my vision for my hair was. She asked me what my vision for my hair was. And I was like, oh, to get a cut? Like, I think, <laughs> just the general vision. And she's like, well, you know, and then she, she took a picture of my face. And I thought it was for security, so I didn't bat another eyelid because I'm used to this stuff now. Um, but, mate, and then she, she literally put different filters on me. Uh, to show me all the different ways my hair could have been cut. I was there for 40 minutes. I still didn't get my hair cut, and I gave up and went to the Korean man next door and got it shaved for 10 dollars. So, there we go. No, Tabitha. Oh, my God. What is this institution? It sounds amazing. I need to go there. No, it's ridiculous. And she was like, where do you see your hair? I was like, on my head? What are you talking about? Like, cut this, man. Give me the shave. I'll do it myself. But no, I don't want to get too aggressive, but. Well, there we are, brother. Well, what? Uh, well, that has been contrasting stories. Um, <laughs> let's try and bring this to the mainstream. Uh, what? What? What is? What's your on your mind today? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, uh, Dwayne, I was quite keen uh, to talk about diuretics, uh, yes. but I thought that before we dive into that, just to make mm. sure we have a really good grounding, mm. we could just talk about some kind of kidney physiology just yeah. the basics so yeah. i'm thinking the renin angiotensin aldosterone system or ras Ooh. what do you think yeah i love it i love a bit of ras i love a bit of ras um <laughs> definitely one of the things that i think is sort of um beaten into us mercilessly by any any biomedical course i think isn't it mate it's just it's just one mm. of those things that just turn up turn up turn up all the time and and to be honest it is a cornerstone not only of renal medicine, but of of uh, of just I guess intersystem medicine. It's one of the things that mm. the kidneys are so important. You know, the kidneys. When mm. I think about it, mate, I used to think kidneys were like the Joker at the organ party because they take the piss. <laughs> oh God! Shut it down! Shut it down! Oh no! We yeah. have to uh, abysmal start here. Yeah, between, between your slumbering behind the wheel and me getting angry, having repressed thoughts of Tabitha. Um, but yeah, no, I used to think the kidneys were literally just about making urine. But as this year yeah. went on, um, you know, because unlike unlike Neuro, I actually like the renal system. Um, oh. And I, I listened to all the lectures less than two weeks after they were published. <laughs> less than two weeks, which is good for me. Um, I realized couldn't it, wait. It's, that, that, that's it. That's it. I've realized it's really important for a lot of things. There's a fair few hormones that it pumps out. You know, there's a fair mm. few drugs that act on the kidneys. But I guess today, mate, what we really want to just, 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 just a glance over, a bit like you glanced off the bump of the, the nice, <laughs> beneficent Iraqi man who was at the intersection before you, you absolute cretin. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess we just want to stress the fact, mate, that when we talk about kidneys, it is a vital, vital organ. Um, right. And, and, and really, uh, when you break it down, there's these structures, there's these structures in the kidneys that really make the functional unit of a kidney, and that is the nephron, isn't it, mate? Yeah, exactly. So um, you, we consider the kidney as like a conglomerate of these functional units, which are 
um, called nephrons. And they're basically, each nephron is like, you can think of it as a little filter. It's a little filtering unit. And what it's going to do is it's going to um, take some of your blood um, and filter it, um, take it out of the capillary, out of the bloodstream mm. um, into a tube. And then uh, this tube is called the nephron. And then it'll run through the tube. And while it's running through the tube, some of the stuff that's been filtered, the stuff that you want is going to be reabsorbed back into mm. your bloodstream. And then the rest is just going to keep on, keep on going and um, end up um, in your toilet, basically. Um, you, or, would you or, say that's a or, fair or, or if you're from India, um, uh, as oh, many no. movies have suggested, on the street or in the water. <laughs> like, let's not, mate, let's stop being elitist with assuming that people have toilets. Mate. Like, like we get it. You get beer at your bloody at your bloody hair parlor. You know, like okay, you, you know, what? I noticed that you called it a hair cutting place rather than a barber shop. Like normal people do. You're like, oh, I told you, thought I'd meander down in my BMW to the hair parlor, and uh, and then I glanced off an Iraqi man. Sorry, sorry, an Iraqi man's backside. No, sorry, the backside of an Iraqi man's cut. No, but you're totally right, mate. You're totally right. And 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 what we want to say is at this point as well. Um, is that we're going to have a fair, not not a fair few, but you mentioned diuretics, didn't you, at the start, Kevin? Mm. And and one of the next podcasts or very soon podcasts that we're going to do is actually going to go more into depth about what gets reabsorbed, what are the channels, what's the real architecture, and you know just the red tape logistics of the actual mm. nephron itself. Mm-hmm. But we just want to preface it by saying. Think about it as a conglomerate, another big word from the dictionary that is Cave and Garvey. Um, think about it as a conglomerate. Um, and, and yes, yes, it is, it is a key thing to know. And especially a clinical pearl, kidney function is one of those parameters that regardless of why a patient is in the hospital, that we're always worried about and we're always keeping, keeping an eye on as well. Hmm. I would just like to rescind my floundering use of the word conglomerate because I kind of, <laughs> I realized upon reflection that uh, conglomerate actually refers to like a heterogeneous mass. And if we're talking about repeating functional units, like they're all pretty similar. So yeah, that yeah. strictly wasn't the correct use. So yeah. before someone tells me off for that, yeah. Um, yeah. no, conglomerate was yeah. the incorrect word. It's more of yeah. a, would you say know. a collection? I reckon it's a yeah. collection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting like, too fancy. Like, yeah, I mean, like, just for all the plebs out there, collection. Um, and isn't it hilarious that the only thing that Kevin has shown remorse for in this entire podcast is the fact he used the word wrong and not the fact that he's destroyed the back of an Iraqi man's cut. But I just want to put it out there. People are all the same. Uh, you know, it, it takes all sorts to make a world. That's it. Oh man, only the highest yield stuff on Medi Medicine. <laughs> I hope Prism's got good Wi Fi, mate. That's all I'm hoping. Jeez, that's all I'm okay, forging onwards. So yeah, we've talked we've talked about very little so far. So yeah. we got we've got the kidney. Yeah. We know it's for filtering your blood to get yes. the waste out yes. so you can pee it out. And mm. it does it using a collection of millions of these functional units mm. called nephron, which is basically just a tube, a filtering tube. And um, from now onwards, Dwayne, I think we'll just talk about it in terms of a single nephron. Yes. So we're just zooming in yeah. and we're going to talk about what a single nephron's doing and mm. that this is happening times a million, basically. Yes. Yeah, good call. Yep. 
Good call. Good right. call. Good call. Good call. Um, so look, let's talk. Let's talk straight about this RAS system. So RAS mm. once again stands for renin, angiotensin, two technically aldosterone, and then the S is is uh, is the system. Um, so so when was, I I was talking before, I was like the RAS system. Like so, what's the S in the RAS system? And I realized, oh, yeah, we keep saying the RAS system, but it's all right. This is fine. <laughs> So, so when we let's think about with any system, and we talked about it, you know, when we were talking about some of our times when we went into the endocrine side of things, there's always some triggers. There's always some triggers for a system, isn't it? And I think the main trigger, and we're gonna we're gonna go into a bit of detail here, but what I like to think about, mate, is the thing that triggers the RAS system or the RAS situation, um, is that when you have a decrease. And something called glomerular filtration rate. That's a, that's a mouthful. Glomerular filtration rate. I think so it's glomerular. Is that right? I think it's like oh, glomerulus. Here glomerular. Comes, here, <laughs> come, here comes Billy Big Bollocks with his <laughs> with his upmarket education. Oh, look at that! <laughs> upmarket education. <laughs> we get it, mate. You went to the dictionary, mate. Went, <laughs> I don't know what slum you're residing in. Mate, I would ask you to wake up to the fact that we always know you already don't do that. Um, in any case, yes. Okay. So, how did you say it? Glomerula. Glomerula. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, okay. Glomerula. I'm just going to yeah. stick with how I say it, which is glomerula. But either way, GFR. Should we settle with GFR? Let's go with GFR. yeah. Let's say GFR. Wait. Glomerular filtration rate. Yeah. That's right. GFR. Um, so that is um, the rate at which your nephron is filled or oh, well, your kidney really mm-hmm. and your holistic kidney is filtering your blood so the amount of volume i think per unit time i don't mm-hmm. know yeah. like yeah. i think it's something like that yeah. um that your kidney is filtering but now we're kind of and that's the sum total of all your nephrons but for now we're just like zooming in on a single nephron that's and right. the way the reason it's called glomerular filtration rate is the way that the nephron filters it is there's this kind of interface between the nephron tubule and your vascular system. Mm -hmm. So there's this really kind of convoluted, um, foldy, (laughs) foldy. Yeah, keep going, mate. You are so eloquent. Keep going. There's a really foldy um, uh, capillary called the glomerulus, which kind of is in in what's the word like surrounded by the yeah. by yeah. the tube by the nephron and it kind mm. of wraps around and that's where then uh it kind of filters um all a uh, lots of stuff out of your blood into the tubule and i don't think we need to go into too much detail but that's yeah. basically glomerular filtration rate is the rate at which all the stuff in your blood's getting filtered into your kidney and mm-hmm. in specific for specificically your nephron for yeah. our purpose of our conversation. Yes. Uh, what do you reckon, Duane? No, that was, that was fantastic. And and you really oh. – it's, it's a very hard concept, I find, to explain mm-hmm. GFR. I mean, I find it hard to pronounce GFR. So <laughs> to explain it as something totally different. But you're absolutely right. And essentially what we want you to think is the rate or the actual volume or whatever it is has dropped. In terms of the GFR has dropped because that really – now, there's three different ways it's going to get triggered, but what we want you to take away from this is that the big picture situation is no matter how it's detected to trigger this RAS system, what is being detected is a reduction in GFR, right? Yeah. That's, what, that's so, what you really want to nail down. 
Yeah, I think what we we just need to kind of preface is the fact that the it's really important that you're maintaining a certain filtration rate at all times because mm-hmm. your body's working away, it's producing all kinds of junk, and your kidneys are kind of responsible for making sure that all the levels of different you know ions and solutes and sugars and everything in your blood mm-hmm. are kind of at the level they're meant to be and it's taking out stuff like urea and other waste products so the idea is to do that for the kidney to maintain the levels at the right levels it needs to be filtering a certain at a certain rate just you know so it's getting through it and the whole idea of this ras system is it's kind of like this emergency system that kicks in when the filtration rate drops for whatever reason. And there's a few different reasons for that. Um, yeah. Well, there are a lot of reasons that that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Dwayne, what Dwayne was about to get to was kind of different ways that the system can sense that your filtration rate is dropping. Is yes, that right? Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. And going into that, the first way, and and, and not the first way, there, there isn't a, a hierarchy to this, but my... <laughs> My sort of favorite way, favorite way is focusing on the salt content, the sodium chloride, especially the sodium content of this, let's just call it filtrate, this liquid that's gone through, that's gone through, you know, like you said, the glomerulus. Am I saying that right? Is it glomerulus or glomerulus? Yeah, yeah. I've got real, I've got real, like I came in with this big dick energy because of your misdemeanors (laughs) on the road and now I've lost my, I've lost all confidence. I'm just gaslighting you, bro. I don't even know what, people keep saying gaslighting. I never know what that means. Like I just laughed. But but It means like, I'm like making you doubt yourself. That was my understanding. But usually gaslighting. We call that parenting in India. We call that parenting. Um, so in any case, the salt was the salt content uh, in, in the filtrate, and now it look gets reabsorbed. Whatever, I don't even want to talk about that. The salt mm. content is a a proxy. I find that it's a bit of a proxy for the body or for the kidneys to work out what is like an almost like a surrogate value for how solid my glo- uh, my my GFR. I nearly said glomerular again. Uh, my GFR is right. So essentially. If my salt content, not my, but if the salt content of the filtrate is high, that's a sign that, hey, the GFR is pretty good. It's pretty solid. It's high. If the salt content starts to fall a little bit, especially sodium, fall a little bit, this is actually almost a proxy situation for, oh, hold on now. Our GFR is starting to tank a little bit. And in fact, this is sensed. This is sensed by these amazing cells known as macular denser cells, MD cells, uh, doctor of medicine, bit of a flex, that's all right. (laughs) Macular denser cells, which are actually part of the distal convoluted tubule, the distal convoluted tubule. Essentially, these macular denser cells, also known as granular cells, they can sense how much, you know, what's the salt content, what's the sodium content of this fluid, of this filtrate that's that's flying through our nephron, there's that keyword nephron, and they're going to use that as a proxy uh, as a proxy situation. So that's one of the ways, or that's one of the triggers. If there's a huge reduction in sodium delivery or sodium concentration of the filtrate that's flying past the macular denser cells of the distal mm-hmm. convoluted tubule, uh, then they're gonna there's gonna be a few downstream actions over here. But that's one of the that's one of my favorite, if I can have a favorite, that's one of my favorite detection points that the GFR is starting to drop and we might need to trigger the RAS system. 
Yeah, 100%. So, um, yeah, in terms of the triggers, so you talked about if there's a full in salt delivery to the macular denser yeah. cell. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's one of three ways to trigger it. Mm-hmm. And I have like a little mnemonic thing because I love, I don't even, I always say mnemonic. I don't actually yeah. know what a mnemonic is. I just kind of think this is like a memory device. I'm not sure if it's a mnemonic, but um, <laughs> so this is, and it's just, I just think three S's. Yeah. So I think stress, salt, and sympathetic. And mm. these are the three different ways it can be triggered. So mm. you talked about the salt, um, but the other two, uh, so for stress, it's just if there's a fall in like hydrostatic pressure at the afferent arterial. So mm. basically what that means is um, if you're not getting enough, uh, sorry, I'll just start with the afferent arterial. So that's mm. the... Um, capillary bringing blood to your nephron, essentially, bringing Mm. blood to the glomerulus. So if there isn't much blood in there, if there's a low pressure in that um, arterial, Mm. you're going to get probably going to get a low GFR because you're not taking much blood to the glomerulus. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you actually have baroreceptors, these stretch receptors in the afferent arterial, and they'll sense if um, they're not being stretched enough. And that's another trigger so if there's a reduction in stress there's that first s stress mm. you are uh, at the afferent arterial um that's also another trigger so yeah. so far we had stress salt mm. and then do you know what i mean when i say sympathetic Dwayne? uh sympathetic was the emotion and the approach that the iraqi man had towards me um <laughs> it but was. It must, it, <laughs> I, I think he was just sad i think he's like look at this guy like He's, he's such a good-looking man with unruly hair. He needs a haircut. Catch my cup. Sympathetic, mate. Sympathetic activation, I think, is what you're referring to um, in this yeah. in this thing. So essentially, uh, if if your body, mate, if your body is in a hypovolemic state, hypovolemic state, in the, where mm. essentially you've you've lost or you're lacking uh, volume, blood volume, uh, fluid mm. volume. Now this can be because you're hemorrhaging. Uh, this can also be sometimes because you're dehydrated, um, right? But whatever has happened, um, your this low volume, the situation of low volume, uh, it triggers one of my greatest, my favorite reflexes. Bro. And I know I say it all the time, but but, but definitely the barrow reflex. Oh, I love being a good barrow <laughs> reflex. So a low volume is going to trigger the barrow reflex. And, and, mm. and uh, like you mentioned, you mentioned barrow receptors before, mate, with the afferent arterial. Uh, I want to I want to introduce you to my favorite baroreceptors, which are actually in the carotid sinus. <laughs> oh um, shit! Yeah, that's right, mate. That's right. You you stay with your afferent arterial. Mate. You guys are like small cheese in the kidneys. I'm taking it up top, right? And 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 the and the net the net effect of this, mate, is you've got sympathetic activation, uh, and the receptors that are involved here are actually your beta one receptors. So your beta one mm. receptors, which which I think we mentioned before. Um, with maybe some cardiac stuff or whatever, but beta-1 receptors, sympathetic activation. So once again, mate, just those three S's. And sorry, I didn't see. I didn't see. I, I don't even think it's a mnemonic, mate. I think it's just <laughs> you just picked three words with S. It's alliteration. <laughs> I think it's called alliteration. I don't even think it's called a mnemonic. Oh, yo, it is. Poetic device. There we go. I go go along with this nonsense each episode, and you're like, oh, I fashioned myself a mnemonic. And, uh, (laughs) you know, like, it's just ridiculous. Um, But essentially, the three S's are stress, 
focusing mainly on the extent or rather the lack of stretch um, yeah. at the afferent arterial, like uh, Caven said, that that capillary that's that's bringing that's bringing the blood and bringing the stuff in to be filtered. The second S is for salt. Uh, essentially, uh, the kidney's ability to use or detect the salt content in the filtrate as a proxy, as a surrogate value of GFR. And we're focusing on those macular denser cells that are picking them up, uh, picking this up rather. And then the third S is the sympathetic activation via beta-1 receptors as a mm. result of a low-volume, hypovolemic situation. Exactly. And just another little memory trick I picked up along the way. <laughs> Coming back to your favorite um, trigger mechanism, the salt one. Yeah. So if there's a reduction in salt delivery to your macula denser cells. Mm. So you mentioned macula denser MD, like doctor yeah. of medicine. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just think like, med students are pretty kind of like jaded and like salty i don't know why i know what it's like a really bad god are you talking about like what <laughs> i just mean like about the amount of study they have to do i don't know i'm just i'm forcing circles into squares here yeah. Dwayne. <laughs> um to all of our classmates out there um caven thinks you guys are all salty buggers um and you're all jaded it's not me it's him. Um, like I feel, mate, Like I feel like you're using our channel for therapy. Like you're just, you're just taking, you're just taking shots of people and then hiding behind. Man, I've got a demonic. Like, mate, what are you talking about? MD Jaden. Like, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll go with you. I'll back you. Mate, I'm nothing if I'm not loyal. So I'll back you. Mate. Yeah, everyone out there is Jaden, mate. All our classmates. Are <laughs> I tell you what, Dwayne, you're never going to forget this now. The MD cells, so they look for the salt, okay? They're the salty buggers. Yeah, That's yeah. just what I remember. Anyway, okay, so we got our three. We got our stress, we got our yeah, salt, we got our synthetic activation, and any of those will mm -hmm. cause an upregulation of renin. So yeah, we're off to yeah. the races. We've yes. started renin for R in RAS, if you don't remember. So mm -hmm. that's like the start of the renin angiotensin aldosterone system yeah so now we're here we're here we've we've been triggered by one yeah. of the three yeah. um and now the system's kicking in so mm. Mm. what's happening so kidneys yeah. releasing renin now what yeah well, like, so kidney, kidneys, kidneys release renin and uh, and look this is this is we're off the races you're absolutely right so remember <laughs> our end game our end game came, and let's preface it because you did this in an earlier podcast, True. and I thought that was really helpful, right? Mm. Knowing where you're going, knowing where the end point is, right? Because people are like, it's not the destination, it's the journey. That's bullshit <laughs> because you might have a great <laughs> journey and you've ended up in the wrong place, right? So essentially, what I had to think about, mate, what triggered this? What triggered this was a reduced GFR, right? Mm. A reduced GFR. So hopefully, our end game through what we're going to talk through now, mate, is that we're going to have an increased GFR. We're going to be, mm. get it back to normal, right? So this is where we're going, ladies and gentlemen. So like Kevin said, the kidneys and, and, and quite specifically the, the, the juxtaglomerular apparatus, which essentially is just this, this real flamboyant collection of just, just rolls off the tongue like syphilis or chlamydia or gonorrhea, some of my favorite words, it's pumping out renin. Right, and what this renin is going to do at the same time, or just maybe after that, or as part of the trigger of this whole thing, the liver, the liver is is um is pumping out something called angi. Now, help me with the pronunciation here, mate. Angiotensinogen. 
Is that right? Oh, yo, yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yep, that's yeah, I'm good. That's that. good. Yep, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So angiotensinogen. But the fact that what I've learned this year is that anything with the words ogen at the end, it's almost like this, it's ready to go, but not quite, right? It's ready to go, but not quite. It's a bit like... I've been in a few fights, mate, on a drunken Friday night, and 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 especially one of my favorite things is when is when people say, "Hold my hoops, hold my hoops." You know what I mean? Be like, be like, you know, especially especially when I've been around girls who get in a bit of a scuffle. They're like, uh, yeah. "I'm a plane, hold my hoops." So essentially, right, holding my hoops is when they become, mate. Hoops are. I'm talking about earrings. I'm not talking about. Oh, I thought you meant like the ones eight year old girls play with. I was like, "What are you on about, mate?" Why you do they talk about me playing with the eight year old girls? It's wrong, Kevin. It's wrong. Don't drag me down with you because you fell asleep at the wheel. Anyway. <laughs> Angiotensinogen is there, but it can't really do anything. It needs to be activated. Guess what's going to activate it, brother? Our brother Renan. Our brother Renan, that was the R, is going to help convert angiotensinogen to angiotensin 1. Right. Let me just check that. I don't think that's right. I actually think, I think what Renan, because I think your liver, so angiotensinogen is already there, and then your liver works on angiotensinogen to convert it into angiotensinogen. Oh, yes. And that's activated yeah. by Raynan. Th- that was my understanding. I might just double check that. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know this, I ran through this with Kevin before, and, <laughs> and, and he's just stitched me. He stitched me. <laughs> this man's like, oh, yeah, Dwayne, you yeah, mate, you, you've got it totally right. You know, like, mate, yeah, 100%. You're the, you're the man. Like, you've got this, bro. Just run it. You've got this. And now this this. Pillow. Oh, no. Wait, I think you're right. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, Wait. Wow. Oh well, well mass con- confusion is prevailing upon media. <laughs> <Madison. laughs> no, but I think it's oh, worth you are so it. right. I am so sorry. You and you nailed it, and I've just introduced lies to the That's podcast right. as right. per usual. Okay, right. go roll with what you were saying. I'm so sorry. I, I've totally forgotten what I was saying though. Like, <laughs> okay, we, we've got ansio- angiotensinogen. And then, but we said that like the ogen, the hoops are not being held yet. It needs something to activate it to angiotensin right. one. And that's the job of renin. So, is that okay? I think that's that, right. That, that is right. I was wrong. So, okay. yeah. And right. what was the liver's role in this? The liver produces angiotensinogen. Yeah, is I that, feel like, yeah. yeah, I feel it does. Yeah. I feel it does. Yeah. I just Googled it. I was wrong. All good. We've this, learned. We, this is a learning experience. We learn together. This is it. <laughs> Some would say this is the reason why we should probably prepare for these podcasts. I'm going to take it as a learning thing. This is what we do. We hold each other accountable because we only know that two people are listening to it and that is us. Anything else is a bonus. So, mate, we're at angiotensin one. Okay. What's the next next situation, my bro? Okay. Beautiful. So the liver was pumping out angiotensinogen. Renin from the kidneys has converted that to angiotensin one. So AT1. And then. It's quite crazy. This is a multi-system kind of production line. Mm. Um, so we had the liver. Um, shit, what was the liver doing? Sorry, I kept repeating myself. Liver's producing angiotensinogen, yeah. and then that renin from the kidneys has come and converted it to AT1. And then the AT1's going to go up to the lungs. Oh, actually, mm. I don't know if it actually goes to the lungs. But, oh, no, no, I'm pretty sure it does because the lungs, right, have these things called, has this enzyme called Mm. angiotensin-converting enzyme, Mm. ACE, Mm. which is a big, big deal. Like, this Mm. guy's a bit of a big dick. He's a 
big name on campus situation. Yeah. Angiotensin converting enzyme. And he does exactly what he says he's going to do. He takes angiotensin 1 and he levels it up. He converts it to angiotensin 2. So yeah. AT1 to AT2. Um, mm. So just, I don't know, just think like he's an ace or something. I don't know. He like levels it up, something yeah. like that. That's yeah. just what I think. So... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Look, I'm not even going to pretend my memory devices make sense anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna, I have accepted that <laughs> they are very, <laughs> very questionable. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, all right. So should we – and then so ACE is converting AT1 to angiotensin 2. Yeah. So those are kind of like the really important – Mm. initial step so should we just do you want to just like say that again yeah Sorry. yeah i think so i think so so essentially we have ras right renin angiotensin aldosterone system and so far we've really taken care of the r and the a right the r and the yeah. a we're going to very quickly talk about the second a and technically by talking about all of this we're actually talking about the s so anyway your gfr has dropped yep. it's been detected by either the stress or the salt or the sympathetic situation that we talked mm. about, which what what seems to be about a lifetime ago before we confused everyone, <laughs> including ourselves. Your kidneys, the end game is your kidneys have pumped out the renin. Your liver has produced the angiotensinogen, which is ready to go, but not really ready to go. Mm. The renin mm. converts the angiotensinogen to AT1. Let's go with that, mm. angiotensin 1, AT1. But in order to level up, we've now got the ACE in the pack, which is from the lungs, the angiotensin converting enzyme, which despite his, or rather contrary to his alpha bravado, literally does what he says he's going to do. And 81's gone to 82. And now, Kevin, one of your, one of your major, major, major gifts in life without, I mean, I mean, besides just, just pooping on our whole MD cohort by calling them shady and jaded, and calling them jaded, sorry is that you love to really weave a strange, strange metaphors or mnemonics or whatever. So I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you explain to us what the effects of AT2 are, because this is a, this is a big player. This is a big player. Yeah. In situation. yeah. So we've, we kind of struggled through the production line from the kidneys to the liver, to the lungs, but we've made it. We're at angiotensin two, and this is where the magic happens. So, yeah. Um, this is where we're going to start talking about the effects. Um, we've gone through the production line. Now we're talking about um, the things that are actually going to create the effects we want that are going to increase the GFR again. Mm. So um, the way I think about this is there's kind of three main players and two of the players are backups, whereas one player is like the star of the show. It's kind of like... Um, is it Destiny's Child? Like you have Beyonce and then you have the other two that no one knows. Yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes no, you're right. But what do you mean no one knows? Their families know them. What are you talking about? What? Oh, my God. Like are you – I'm pretty sure one of them is called like Kelly Knowles or something, isn't it? Like – Oh, my God. That's no Beyonce. No, wait, what's Beyonce? Oh, I don't, I don't even know. You I do regret that. Using this iconic trio, I'm going to switch switch tracks to Harry Potter. It's <laughs> more familiar to me. Seamless way. Seamless way. That's it. Okay, we're doing a big backtrack. So the yeah. triad is Harry Potter. So we got Harry Potter, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we got Ron and we got Hermione. Like, mm -hmm. no one really cares about Ron and Hermione. It's all about mm -hmm. Harry. 
Um, So anyway, in this situation, we've got three main players, which are Harry, Hermione and Ron. So Harry, the big deal is the Angio Tenson 2. So that was the one we just arrived at in the production line. Um, And then the other two also begin with A. So you can think of them as like the triple A, but don't confuse that with... I'm pretty sure triple A means like aortic aneurysm or something as well. Yeah, I think so, it means abdominal aortic aneurysm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's not what I'm talking about, just to clarify. Just, it also it also means the Aotearoa Automobile Association. So I'm not quite – I don't know what's happening here. Um, but continue because this is going really well. This is really going well. I'm enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> So we had the production line. We produced Harry Potter. We produced all Beyonce, depending on which one you want to go with. And that was Angio Tenson too, the big deal. And he has two backup singers. Okay, we're back on Destiny's Child. Harry Potter is now in Destiny's Child. So we've got two backup singers. And those are aldosterone and antidiuretic hormone, hormone, ADH. So they all begin with A. Angiotensin 2, and then it's bitch. Oh, no, I'm not swearing on this podcast. Angiotensin 2, and then it's backup singers, aldosterone and ADH, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to start off with the effects of angiotensin 2. All right. I just talked way too much. I thought, for- I thought that's what you were going to do. What have you done for the last six minutes? Like, okay. <laughs> you take thing- it. Okay. You do it. You do it. Okay, uh, I'm so just disorientated. I don't even know what's happening anymore. All right, so the first place where 80... So you talked about, yes, aldosterone's produced, ADH's produced. Okay, I'm just going to pick something. I'm, I want to talk about aldosterone. Is that okay? Wait, Am no, I-, I haven't even talked about... Wait, no, I'm taking the reins back. I, I want to talk about the effects of angiotensin 2 because I have a yeah. sick... That's um, why I gave you the race because it was your <laughs> thing, and you just you just patted on about yeah, Destiny's Child, mate. Stay on focus, brother. Stay on focus. All right, all right, we're on, we're on. Angiotensin two effects. Yeah. So I created. You know how I love to push square shaped blocks into circular holes. And oh man, why do I always do this? Anyway, you know how I love to do that. So I've yeah. made a really yeah. bad memory device for AT2, for the effects of angiotensin 2. Yeah. And it's literally its name, angio AT2. So for A, I just think, oh, the other two backup singers, aldosterone mm. and ADH. Yeah. So AT2 actually increases the production of aldosterone and ADH. So that's your A in yeah. AT2. Mm-hmm. And then the T, I think... Given it's actually angiotensin 2, the te- it's even in the name, tense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. tense is your vasculature. It makes your vasculature squeeze. So that's the T in AT2. So we've got A, aldosterone, ADH, and then T, tense vasculature. Yep. And then the 2, this is where we really start kind of trying to force this to work, <laughs> is um, 2 for tubule yep. proximal it's sodium reabsorption. So yeah. what it does is it actually acts on your nephron tubule, so that mm. tubule with the filtrate in it, and it increases the rate at which you absorb sodium at the beginning of it, essentially. Mm. Mm. Um, and why that's important is because we have this thing called osmosis, and what that means is if you absorb more sodium from that tubule back into your 
bloodstream, um, water is going to follow it as well to try and like balance the concentration gradient. Yeah. Um, I recommend looking up osmosis if you want to like know mm. more about that. Mm. But the net effect of that is that you're going to reabsorb more water. So just quick summary again, angiotensin 2, um, you can think about it. Uh, its effects in terms of its actual name, so AT2. A is for aldosterone, ADH. T is tensing the vasculature. And 2 is tubule proximal NA plus reabsorption. Yep. Okay, Dwayne, wh- what's next? <laughs> okay, um, the three players in Destiny's Child are actually <laughs> Beyonce Knowles, Kelly Rowland. I've never heard of Kelly Rowland in my life. Um, and Michelle Williams. Um, so for any Destiny child out there, I, I'm, I apologize because I called Kelly Rowland Kelly Knowles, which essentially is Beyonce's last name and Kelly's first name. So thought we just clear that up before we go on because I'm sure there'll be some fans of songs like Say My Name and, and oh, stuff like that. Yeah, yep, that's a banger. Yeah. That's a banger. So, mate, yep. So 82, real quick, X on the adrenal glands, you're going to pump out some aldosterone. Yep, that was your first A. Uh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go to the hypothalamus, the posterior uh, part of the pituitary gland. That's where your ADH is coming from, right? Um, it's going to – and angiotensin, mate, you're so right because angio, uh, it's not just the tensin part, but it's the angio. Angio usually refers to blood vessels, isn't it? Oh, like true. Angio, angiogram, angioplasty, angio, yeah. you know, uh, stuff like that. So you're tensing your angios. So you're totally mm-hmm. right. So that vasoconstriction is going to increase your blood pressure. And the the two the tubules very very uh, tortuous tortuous um, uh, <laughs> reference um, there is, is is with that Na plus reabsorption and mate now that we're on the journey we just need to remind people what is the end game of this the end game of this is to is to increase volume and and is to increase our GFR right is mm. to increase volume increase GFR so mate what would you like me to talk about. Uh, maybe since we've canvassed Beyonce's role in this little yeah. ensemble, maybe uh, you can carry on with uh, Kelly. I, don't, I can't remember yeah, the other. Yeah. I, I, by that, I think you mean aldosterone. Um, there we go. Yeah, there we go. So aldosterone um, is is the is the second A of the RAS. It's the second A of the RAS, right? Renin, angiotensin, aldosterone system. Mm. So we're now we're now up to the Essentially, technically, the third player. So, aldosterone um, is is released is released from the adrenal gland. Um, it is re- released just just because uh, from the uh, zona glomerulosa. Is it? I think oh, it's the man. yeah. And the way I remember that is we're thinking about the glomerula or glomerular sort of stuff. Uh, kidneys, glomerulosa. Yeah, yeah. We all have memory devices, brother. We all have memory <laughs> devices. It's just very few of them rely on fictional wizards or a one great uh, trio of great women. Um, but in any case, aldosterone. It's going to have uh, two two sort of uh, two places of um, of effect, I guess. Two targets of effect. Um, so essentially, real quick, when we're talking about the nephron, you've got the glomerulus. Filtration. You've then got the proximal tubule that we're going to talk about pretty soon. Um, and then it goes into this weird sort of loop situation. And then it goes into the distal tubule and then the collecting duct. And by the collecting duct, your urine's pretty much fine-tuned and it's ready to go, right? So essentially, aldosterone is going to upregulate. So it's going to increase the expression, but it's also going to activate a lot of pumps that are going to start reabsorbing sodium. 
it's going to start reabsorbing sodium in the distal tubule, but also in the collecting ducts. But like Kevin mentioned before, when you start reabsorbing sodium, what's going to happen starting with O, osmosis, right? Sodium has been reabsorbed. Um, now everything's become quite concentrated. So water, water needs to be reabsorbed as well. And our end game, as always, needs to be to be increasing the volume. But I mm. believe, Kevin, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, it actually increases the the release or the 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 wasting or the excretion of potassium, right? Because these sodium pumps are actually like sodium is reabsorbed, but potassium is excreted. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're like, uh, what do you call it? Like swapping. So yeah. the idea is you have that uh, NAK pump and, mm. oh, actually, yeah, it's like push, It's like pulling sodium into your bloodstream yeah. and pushing potassium yeah. into your urine, yes. right? Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and, and then, you know, so it's doing this, uh, but but then it takes, it, it goes, it makes, it wants to really make sure that it's, it's absorbing as much sodium as possible. Because like we said, you move sodium across to a certain place, suddenly that place has become really concentrated. So water can't help but follow, right? Water can't help but follow. So especially in the collecting ducts, what aldosterone does is that it upregulates these things called ENACs, E-N-A-C-S. And essentially the E stands for epithelial. The N-A is obviously the chemical formula for sodium. And then the C is the channels, right? So ENACs, epithelial sodium channels. And once again, what's our end game? We are increasing the permeability. We're increasing reabsorption of the sodium. And once again, like like we're, we're just, we're, we just really seem to drive this in, but you reabsorb sodium, it's going to become concentrated. Water can't help but follow, right? So once again, the two main targets or the two main effects of aldosterone in the distal tubule and the collecting duct, especially the distal tubule, it's upregulating, it's activating these swap pumps between sodium and potassium. So the end game is you reabsorb your sodium, therefore facilitating the reabsorption of water. And it's mm. also uh, excreting or favoring the excretion of, so of potassium. And then in the collecting ducts, using the ENAX, the epithelial sodium channels, increasing that permeability, increasing that absorption of sodium, and therefore facilitating the uh the water to follow exactly so aldosterone basically has two mechanisms of increasing sodium retention which therefore biosmosis will increase water retention yep. and like Dwayne was saying keeping our kind of destination in mind mm -hmm. uh, if we're trying to restore gfr by by kind of retaining more water and yep. not uh, pissing it out yep. um you're going to have a higher fluid volume mm -hmm. and if that your blood pressure and then that'll increase uh your gfr because your there'll be a high pressure at that interface between your um arterial and uh your nephron yep. uh, where the filtration is occurring um so yeah that that's aldosterone basically mm. um well do you want yeah. do you want to finish off by talking about the little forgotten but very important uh michelle williams of this entire situation and, and tell us a little bit about ADH. Yeah, 100%. So like we said, Beyonce has her two. Beyonce, which is angiotensin 2, has its two backups, aldosterone and ADH, which it kind of cools in. It upregulates their production. So Beyonce, angiotensin 2 goes up to the, ooh, let me think. 
I think it's the posterior pituitary. Yes, yes. And, um, yep, that's where ADH, antidiuretic hormone, is produced. So it goes, hey, I need, I need my backup singer. Let's go. Like we got a, we got a concert. Let's get going. Let's get on stage. You know, <laughs> this is exactly how Destiny's Child communicates. This is exactly what we are hearing right now is just from from the man who probably should verbatim from Destiny's Child backstage. <laughs> So, um, so ADH is like, oh, okay, we got a show. Like, I'm coming. So she comes on stage. Uh, what's her name? Michelle Williams. Yes. And um, basically, uh, I think she has one job, I think. Mm. And um, antidiuretic hormone, it's literally in the name. So antidiuretic basically means it stops you pissing. So yeah. it, like, stops you losing water. And the mm. way it does that is um, – these things called aquaporins. Mm. Um, so vasopressins released from that posterior pituitary. And um, what ADH does is it, I think it acts on your collecting duct and it inserts these uh, channels uh, yeah. in your in that duct, in the collecting duct of the nephron yeah. um, that essentially I think just make it way more permeable to water. Yeah. So because uh, I think the collecting duct like without aquaporins is actually pretty impermeable yes. to water. So you can't reabsorb it. Mm-hmm. But when ADH, when Michelle Williams is on stage, yeah. she um, she goes to the collecting duct and puts some aquaporins in the wall and mm-hmm. she's like, okay, now like the water can get out of the tube which is heading down to be pissed out and instead it escapes the tube back into your bloodstream so there we go again increasing our water retention so that'll increase our blood volume increase our blood pressure and hopefully get our gfr back up so absolutely Absolutely. and and just to just to um i guess augment on what Kevin said, mate, you said vasopressin, so some people might be confused. So oh. vasopressin and antidiuretic hormone, I think, interchangeable, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so same name. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. And with the aquaporins, just for the plebs out there like me, essentially aquaporin, you're putting in pores to let the water through. That's literally oh, no. what I like to think about. So so Kevin's yeah. absolutely right. So so in a weird way, although we poo-pooed the roles of aldosterone and ADH uh, in comparison to the star power of Beyonce – yeah. Uh, Michelle and Kelly play integral parts in making oh. Destiny's Child, Destiny's Child, right? Cool. And, and, and that's cool. the thing is that, mate, you need backup singers. You need backup <laughs> singers because sometimes Beyonce gets tired. Like I know it's, I mean, I know she doesn't, but sometimes she does. And 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 how how good it is to to look to your left and your right uh, and to say, wow, I've got I've got genuine star power here. You know, like I know. <laughs> I know I'm the one who's like baking the bread, baking the cake, but they're the cheerio. You know, they're just enhancing everything. So don't respect your backup singers is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> respect your backup singers because um, yeah. they, they help you sell records as well. Exactly, exactly. And they might they might get a bit salty if you don't respect <laughs> them. <You don't. laughs> he brings it back. He brings it back. I love it. I love it. I'm happy with right. myself there, Dwayne. Like, the, like the roundabout that Kevin could not negotiate on the weekend, he has brought it back all the way through from start to finish. Right around uh, 316, all day, every day. Here he is. Here he is. <laughs> that was good. That was good. What an experience. Um, oh so I just really want this 
memory device to be a thing. So I'm going to plug it again because yeah. I'm really happy with myself about yeah. it. Yeah. So the effects of angiotensin 2, mm-hmm. so the effects of Beyonce, it literally is in the like AT2 name. So yeah. A, it upregulates aldosterone in ADH production, so it calls in the backup singers. Mm-hmm. T, causes tension of the vasculature, as Dwayne said, angiotensin. Or what's it called? Angiotensin. It tends yeah. to yeah. yeah. Angios. Um, I'm literally just picturing Beyonce. I forgot what the hormone is. Called. Stop doing it. It's dangerous. Stop doing it. She's a married woman. Angiotensin. And then two, um, where we're really testing the boundaries, is the tubule proximal yeah. and A plus reabsorption. Yeah. So yeah. it acts like the start as opposed yeah. to the backup singers, which act more at the end of the yeah. tube. And also, just to remember that although you're thinking AT2 and there's only one in, one A in AT2, because there mm. are two, aldosterone and ADH, let the two be a reminder that it's actually two A's. That's what I've just realized. Oh, so Jayam. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. I'm here, brother. I'm here <laughs> as well. I'm here as well. Um, so, yeah, no, I was thinking that. Be like, oh, just to remember there are two A's. That being mm. aldosterone and, and ADH. So. That's an alley oop there. Well done. I love that. And in typical <laughs> meaty medicine, a beautiful alley oop, and I've just rimmed it. And it's just, <laughs> oh, it's gone into the crowd. I've done my ACL, and now I'm going to court. Yeah, rimming. Rimming is trademark meaty medicine. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jesus. God. <laughs> now, look, I think on that high moral high ground, um, what we might as well say is, now that we really talked about taking the piss, which I mean, we tend to do, we tend to do most times, but actually sometimes in medicine, we need our patients to piss, right? We need our patients to piss because essentially what we've talked about today, Cayman, is a situation mm. where there's not enough volume. There's not enough blood going to the kidneys. We've triggered, the RAS systems happen, and the end game is to increase that volume, to increase that GFR, right? But sometimes, mate, there's a situation because a number of pathologies where you've got too much volume where you've got too much volume. And essentially what you want to do is you want to give them diuretics and, and get them to piss. So what are we feeling? Like maybe next episode, if we just get our absolute shiz together, what do you reckon about us launching into an ep on, uh, on diuretics? Mm, yeah, I think we've chewed the fat a bit too long today yeah. to um, embark upon diuretics yeah. at the present. But I think that could be a nice little um, – Episode to mosey into next next yeah. week, Harry. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. next episode, whenever we That's right. decide to get our crap together. Right. Just, just tell me once you're done in court and, like, once, <laughs> you, once you're done with your, I don't know, your mandatory blood test, drug testing, whatever it is, um, your reconciliation with the poor Iraqi man, just let me know and um, I'll make some time in. Look, I'm over here trying to work in the hospital. You're trying to live your best life. Same, 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 same. Um, but, yeah, let me know when you've got, time between the lawyer visits and i'm sure we can do our next <laughs> incredible all right a pleasure as always Dwayne. i'll talk to you soon all right, my man. thank you bro. stay safe mate all right later